You're listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Don't be a juice bag. This is called Pirate Radio. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? You run around this city like it's your damn shooting gallery. Yeah, what do you do? What do you do? You act like it's a playground. You beat up the bullies with your fists. You throw them in jail. Everybody calls you a hero, right? And then a month, a week, a day later, they're back on the streets doing the yeah. same goddamn so, thing. So you just put them in the morgue. You're goddamn right, I do. One chooses to walk the way of the Mandalore. You are both hunter and prey. This is the way. This is the way. The Force will be with you. Always. Be bold. Be brave. We a refuge for great geeks, cause round here we don't get geek. We don't care for the hate speech, that's why we ain't mainstream. So we linked up on the same team, no heights we can't reach. We are fan, we're hearts true. If you feel the same, sing along too. Say great geek, great geek, refuge, refuge, great geek, great geek, refuge, refuge. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. It's like, yeah, uh, no, action news. And now, your host, Mike Lutzberg. I'm totally gonna use that, too. <laughs> Let's do a little conversation about Miss Marvel because it bums me out the way people are acting about this series. Like it's not worth watching, like it's not worth seeing because what do I care about what teenage girls are doing? That's such a myopic view. And it's so sad because this is such a good fucking series. Like, not just superhero shit. Like, if you take the superhero stuff out of this and it's still a fucking good series. Take any of the narrative, just, just visually, this series was stunning. Like, the way that it was shot, the things that they did with it, the effects. I loved how there's stuff going on in the background, like on walls. It's telling the story that the characters are telling to each other through chalk drawings or through neon signs and windows like the story was touching the story was like it did this great thing where it's telling you a great story but then also giving you context for the culture because i didn't know much about the india um pakistan the um the partition thank you i couldn't think of it but like at one point one of the characters says every family has a partition story and like the, the way that they shot it, the way that they did the flashback scene, it was incredible. Like, and it's, I can't say for sure if that is accurate because I, I, I don't know, but like, that was really, I really enjoyed watching that. I enjoyed all of that. And like, it's such a shame to think that people are so up their own ass about this, that they're like, oh, the MCU, I'm not watching this and I don't give oh, a shit. Yeah, like, M- just, M- just, just fuck it's off. Incredible. You, you know what one of the best things about the show was? Seeing someone who's actually excited to be a hero. Yes. <laughs> so like like far too often with so many of them, it's like, 
well, I don't know if I really want to do this, but I have these powers, so I I, I guess it's my duty yeah. to do it. Yeah. As opposed to her, he's like, this is fucking cool. Wait, I can do, <laughs> I can do what now? I can make yeah. these cool little diamond platforms I can jump right, on? I can Fuck jump. yeah! Yeah, like, that and was cool. I can expand, yeah, like, it's... Yeah. It, it was just it was just nice. Like, it, she reminded me a, a, a lot of, like, Cisco from the early days of the Flash TV show and how how excited he was. The enthusiasm, like he, like, yeah. Yeah, because he was like the, the representative of us, you know, the fans, the people who are fans of superheroes, you know, on screen. And that's what I really liked. That's what I really liked about Iman's performance as Kamala. I mean, for one, yeah. she nails the character, like, to a T. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like if you if you've read the 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 comic uh, the comics or if you've just seen Kamala in any of the media, be it uh, Ultimate Alliance three on the Switch or the Marvel's Avengers game or any of the animated uh, TV shows or the the Champions comics, like she is Kamala Khan, like to to a T, and it was just very fun and refreshing. And this show was also like like kind of keeping in line with uh, what Marvel's been doing and that it's also very different than everything else that they've done to this point. Yeah. And on the surface, like, yeah, I can see how, like, you know, if you don't watch shows with teenagers, like this might, you, this might not appeal to you on the surface, but it's also like super relatable because like one, who hasn't been a teenager Two. Who hasn't been frustrated because their mom won't let them go somewhere with their friends, or or, or uh, their, their their dad is embarrassing them? I love her dad. I cannot wait to see to see more. I would I would have yeah. taken like two or three more episodes just to see the family interact, that, like without all the superhero stuff. Yeah, um, but yeah. Like the, the the show is just it's it's it. It does such a great job of not only introduce like introducing us to the character, uh, introducing us to her her culture because like as far as we know like she wasn't she was not connected to anything else prior to this, and then also doing the the job of also adding to the world building of the MCU, adding more to the lore because we there's a lot of stuff that came up in the show about realms about Jen about Nor. Uh, the bangles about the ten rings, like there, there's so many things that came up that were not all specific to Miss Marvel, the character, but were uh, were good in helping us learn more about the world that we're existing in, where Phase Four is going, the types of the, the types of things they're planning to introduce. Because now we see the the one running thing we have in Phase Four is leaning more into the supernatural and the mystic. We got all the stuff with gods, whether that's Moon Knight, whether that's Thor. And now we're getting more into the mystical side. I mean, uh, Moon Knight also kind of gave us more as far as like the afterlife and, and also kind of giving us that, that connecting point uh, to like how the afterlife differs as far as like uh, what it looks like for Wakandans or for the Black Panthers versus, you know, ev everyone else. And so this show did a great job of, of doing all of that. Not to mention, they said the thing, and I know we're going to talk about it, so I won't say too much. I won't <laughs> say it. Yeah, they said they the thing. They said the thing. They said the thing, and, and the one thing that everyone has been theory crafting about since WandaVision, about when 
they're gonna name drop or show it. That's right. And, it's Mephisto. Finally, you... <laughs> that's the M word, Mephisto. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I, I, I really love the show. Um, I'm very sad that people, you know, like you said, are you know not or we're, we're opting not to watch. And it's also so funny, and I sent you guys this in the chat that uh, you know that side of the comic fandom was championing. Oh, see, go woke, go broke. That's why no one is watching lowest, lowest, uh, lowest viewership of any show ever. Meanwhile, on Rotten Tomatoes, <laughs> this show defeats Black Panther to be the highest rated MCU project ever between ninety eight percent between all of the shows and the and the movies. It's the highest thing. It's the highest rated thing that Marvel has done. Yeah, and like, just for a quick second, Miranda, I'll, I'll, we'll get your take on this too. Just give me one. Can you guys think of anything structurally? Because like Black Panther, the, the one thing I heard was that scene when they're in the caves, when Killmonger and Black Panther are fighting and the special effects look kind of wonky and messed up and stuff like that. Like, that was one of the gripes about that movie. I can't legitimately think of anything that I had a problem with in Miss Marvel. Like, I can't, I, I did not see anything. Like, I can't think of anything that was just like, this was a glaring error, or this is something that's really, really bad, or I couldn't take this. Like, was there anything that you can think of? I mean, I thought the last episode felt pretty rushed. I thought like Cameron as, I mean, so clearly the, like the, the sort of inversion of things is supposed to be that the like damage control are supposed to be the real, real villains. Okay, I can appreciate that. But when you don't really develop them as villains, they're just sort of there. And, and like, because yeah. I want to say like two or three episodes went by, we just we didn't see them. They're not yeah. there at all. Yeah. And I, I, I think that, and this is just sad to say, um, they're just they're too real. So they don't feel like villains. Just, they just feel normal. Um, they feel like actual they government. Just, they just feel like how employees. the government police would, would react to things. Um, I know you told me no, but you know, have you seen the color of their skin? Yeah. Um, Gotta stop them. I, I feel like that that button need to be hit a little harder. Um, yeah. I, well, I guess I'm talking about this now. Um, I really enjoyed the show overall. I thought that everything with Kamala and her family was great. I love pretty much every scene um, with with her and the family, and um, I thought the tone of that was perfect. Um, I love the visual style of it, like the way that they did that sort of like um, uh, uh, Into the Spider-Verse thing where you mm -hmm. have like the backgrounds interacting with the, the actual, the foreground and like, how they would incorporate like you know when when people would text each other and stuff um my i think this is a show that could have used another episode um yeah. because me and kate i there is something to be said for like hey if, if a piece of art inspires you to have a conversation after the fact it's done a good job and i think that like, like me and katie i'm talking a lot about what um what was going on with Kamran at the end of the show. Um, but what the hell was going on with Kamran at the end of the show? Yeah. Like, 
his she mom. Said, she said his name. She says and his then... name, and then she seemingly dies, and he gets powers, but he's feeling like weird and sick. Like me and her, me and Katie were positive that his mom had um, possessed him, that she had like sacrificed her physical form and was taking over him in order to um, do whatever she wanted because she's still awful. And then at the end, it's like, no, she she seemingly actually sacrificed herself for her son. And we're both like, oh, okay, yeah, I guess. But they didn't explain that. But that's like, not really covered. Yeah. And um, in the comic, Kamran ends up being a total dickhead. Yeah. Like the 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 story. You get the reveal that like he is like gaslighting Kamala and he is um just being real gross and real weird and creepy. Um it, it it's it, there's a whole thing about um I feel like rape culture is too strong of a term. What am I what am I trying to say? Um just like male dominance culture with women. Um Especially you in the know, Muslim world, that makes a lot of sense that they would go that route. Yeah, telling you like what you you know how how you actually feel and what what, what really needs to happen. And in fact, that that story initially got a lot of uh, uh, a lot of negative reaction from a lot of people about um, portraying like the sort of like the bad Muslim uh, in in culture. And it's like, well, you know, you can you can have multi layered characters from different cultures if you have more than like a single piece of representation yeah. and you do have men in that story like kamala's dad like kamala's brother mm -hmm. um who are showcasing like no, no no this is yeah this is what good people look like in this culture like the like, imam they, of the of the mosque exist. yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Um, yeah no exactly yeah um and so i was like all right well maybe they're going to try and go that direction um but they didn't really and it ends up being this whole like it felt like there was there was a piece missing from the story. Like Kamran's whole sort of like MO in the very end is is uh like he he even says to, to her, like, you know, they're never gonna accept us um for you know for who we are. It's like, okay, I get what the message there is. But here's the other side of that. He didn't have the powers until like, I don't know, 20 minutes Where ago. Where the fuck was this from? Like, yeah. when yeah. was this developed throughout the story? Right. Um, and it's 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 there very subtly, but it's not there from him. Like, we don't see him struggling with that. At least I didn't see it throughout the story. So at the very end, it's sort of like, oh, we're going to reassign this perspective to his character now. Yeah. Um, yeah, like one more episode, you know, you can kind of like go into a little more of the background between him and his mom. You can, you know, maybe develop more of like him having to hide parts of himself from other people. Um, there's, there's, yeah. there would be more that you could do with that. Yeah. Um, Probably an episode specifically just dedicated to him. Absolutely. Kind of like how we got, yeah, just like just, just dedicated to him and, and, and even giving us more kind of context into uh his upbringing his relationship with his mother and the rest of the clandestine so, clandestine mm -hmm. yeah and and the rest of them and kind of what even happens you know what, what even happened and like giving us a look into maybe where that idea manifested perhaps in his youth yeah uh, maybe, maybe it's something that 
you know, it's something that he always wrestled with and that he got from his mother, but it, then it just didn't click until yeah. like that moment. I think that's uh, that great. Mo- yeah. like, that, yeah. that, like that would have been great. This did feel like you needed the seventh episode or but, you yeah. shrink a little bit of that fifth episode, which the fifth episode was phenomenal with it, the flashbacks. Yeah. But like, yeah, you shrink yeah. a little bit of that to fit some of the beginning of the sixth episode so that you can expand on that a little bit. But it does beg the question, uh, and not to deviate too far from Miss Miss Mar- Marvel, but is that an issue for all of the shows? Because right now, WandaVision is the only thing that has gotten more than six episodes. I think it Hawkeye does. had enough. Everything. I, I I think Hawkeye did well. I think that they're trying. They're not writing to um, the story. They're not developing in, in, it doesn't feel like they're developing things in terms of like the length of the story. It feels like, okay, here is the box you need to fill. Put whatever you want inside of it, but it can't go, it can't overflow. Like this is six hours. It's funny you say that because that is exactly how the directors, uh, the, uh, or not the, the showrunner for Miss Marvel said that her, uh, her conversations with Kevin were when, uh, when, you know, coming on to do the show. It was literally, this is your sandbox. Here's what you can do. Here's what you can't mention. Here's what you can't reference. But otherwise, you know, have at it. And, and e- even the M word thing is not something that came up until like uh, over, because uh, she said she herself did an interview after the finale and said that like when they began doing the show, that was not part of it. That was something that came directly from Kevin and came at a later point somewhere during production yeah honestly makes like, sense i mean it, i mean it, i mean it, it's it's funny there's a there's a very meta loop that gets closed with um with that scene um i was i was talking to phil hey phil uh about um his reaction to that and he's like that felt so tacked on and in the moment i you know i think that one of the things that showed us really well is manipulate emotions because yes. so many of the little flaws that I didn't necessarily catch the first time in reflection, I was like, oh yeah, that didn't really work that well. So I I, I am I am both impressed and irritated by how <laughs> good they are at making you feel what they want you to feel. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. Because that M word, fuck. Okay. So yeah, why, just, why are we? Just, why yeah, are we just yeah. dig into it. They, yeah. Uh, so he. <laughs> Bruno, first off, and like, I know I'm normally not one of these people, but I'm shipping Bruno and Kamala so hard. Like, I just wanted her to be like, but Bruno, I've always loved you. Cause you know, that's what he wants. Like what he wants. And then on top of that, who, who doesn't want to have, I wish that I had a Pakistani family when I was growing up that I knew that would just give me food whenever I showed up at their house. Like that sounds amazing. But like he drops on her because he's doing all this research into how she's able to control the powers of the bangle. And then he's like, oh, so I was looking and you're actually not like any of the rest of your family. You are a mutant. And they drop the X-Men music and like (laughs) it manipulated me hard because I was like, oh, fuck, this is great. Like literally literally every reaction I've seen to that scene is people people watching it being shocked first at at mutation. And then secondly, being like, "Did did they just play that? Yeah. What? They did. They're playing. Yeah, they're playing. Well, which is cool because it's a nice nod back to the comic because she didn't she get her powers from the Terrigen Mists? Yeah. They did. She, yeah. She, so, go ahead, man. I was going to no, say, 
Um, there's, there's actually an article from, who is, is, is it Variety? Uh, no, it's from As long as it's Empire not we got Online. discovered. <laughs> oh, you know. There's, but there's an article from Empire Online that speaks to uh, the creators originally wanted Kamala to be a mutant. Yes, when they, they did. And I don't know, I don't know when that was changed, but like, yeah, uh, they commented after that they like they were happy that this is kind of like going back to like re like going back to that idea since that is not what you know what happens in the in the comics with you um, know, her being. And... I'm curious how the ten rings tie in together with this. Like, so hold um, on, let me let me let me go back to what I was saying before. Sorry. Um, so. You know, Phil mentioned he, he thought that that scene felt really tacked on. And my solution to that is, and like, because like in retrospect, yeah, it does. It, it does. Like, hey, one week later, why the fuck is this here? You make that the mid credit scene. You make the Carol scene the post credit scene. Ta-da! Yeah. Problem solved. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it, it, it does this thing where, so yeah, initially G. Willow Wilson and Santa Amanat wanted uh, Kamala to be a mutant. Um, Marvel, despite what a bunch of people in editorial were saying at the time, get the fuck out of here, Tom Brevoort. We know the truth <laughs> of what was happening in the moment. You don't have to lie about it. You ain't got to lie, Craig. Um, <laughs> fucking, they were insistent, like, no, we're not doing, we're not not doing X-Men and Fantastic Four comics because we don't have the film licenses. We're just doing different things now. Uh, don't worry about it. Clearly that's what you're fucking doing. Clearly that came from on high from Disney. Um, maybe from Perlmutter, maybe from other people. Either way, it's not a bad decision. It makes fucking sense. Um, but like there were there were no X-Men, I don't think there, were, there was an X-Men series at the time or at least not, not one featuring the characters that were in those movies. And if if Fantastic Four was being published, it was not the, oh no, I think that was when, that was when there was, a, there, was a, a, there might've been an FF series going on, but it was not the Fantastic Four family. It was Reed and Sue and the family were like, we're gonna go on a trip. It's gonna take like 10 seconds, but we'll be right back. Um, and then they don't come back for like months. So there was like a stand-in Fantastic Four at the time that was just all like weird random character shit. Um, <laughs> but so, you know, they and, and like, they're like, great. Well, we don't have the X-Men rights. We do still own the Inhumans. So we're gonna push the fuck out of the Inhumans. And Marvel for several years really tried to make Fetch happen. They were trying yeah. so fucking hard <laughs> and it did not take. Because no one gives a shit. People mostly like people don't really know who they are, um, and so they don't care. Uh, but yeah, so they're like, all right, great, we're, we're gonna make Fallen Inhuman, and that'll be a thing. Her whole origin story is so weird and and, and super fucking involved. But you know, they try to push the Inhumans. It doesn't work. Kamala's an Inhuman in the comics. Uh, they finally get the rights back. Disney gets the rights back. They're gonna they're like now we're gonna do something with the movie. We're gonna do or, or with TV and shit. They do the show and they're like, well, we're not gonna make our fucking Inhuman. He's a mutant. So it's just funny to see that whole thing come full circle. Yeah. Because um, um, because Marvel because of, like trying to go away from the Inhumans. Like the last couple years, they just kind of really stopped using them. them and just kind of just kind of like 
brushing them off to the side like like well, right now um i think no i think it's x-men i think it's x-men avengers and and eternals eternals yeah, yeah. um I mean, like, they gave it the old college try, man. They they tried to do a bunch of series uh, with a bunch of different creative teams to try and, like, see, you know, find that magic formula, like, what was going to work. Um, for some reason, they hired Scott Buck again to do uh, uh, the fucking Inhumans TV series, which that dude is poison. Like, he is here. Like, <laughs> the way Mike talks about Ted C. McGinley... Or, or, or Ted, Ted McGinley, like fucking Scott Buck <laughs> is to is is the showrunner version of that. Um, it's very frustrating uh, uh, because like I love Black Bolt, like I love the concept of Black Bolt. I thought the costume looked phenomenal in Mar uh, um, uh, Multiverse Madness. Um, I, bl I love Anson Mount, like he's a great actor. I'm always here for him. Um, but yeah, like he deserves better. Um, but yeah, for the most part, people won't give a shit about the Inhumans, and so now Marvel's uh, rightfully being like, "Yeah, we need to we need to pull back on that." Like, no one, <laughs> no one cares. Yeah, we just we just got to do whatever we're gonna do and and keep that off the side. Miss Marvel paid off everything I wanted it to pay off. I was like, I want Carol Danvers. And then what happens at the end of the uh, of the last episode? Yeah, we get yeah. Carol, and like in a great yeah. scene too, because so she just that, shows up and she's just like, "The fuck? Like, what the hell's going yeah. on?" That they actually filmed that uh, during uh, from the Marvels. That that was oh, something yeah. that was done that they, that was done during uh, during that, which is also part of the reason the show got pushed back because oh yeah, uh, Imam because uh, Imam was filming that when they needed to do reshoots for Miss Marvel. Yeah. I. I'm a little bummed, not really, because I know we'll get to see it in the movie, but I'm a little bummed that she didn't actually get to physically be in the same room as Carol. Because I would have yeah. I would have loved to have seen her fangirl out. Like that would have been cool as shit. Hey, I'm a superhero too. Check out this bangle. Like <laughs> yeah. she would be so excited because back to what you said, M uh, MC, like watching somebody excited about being a superhero is really cool. And like it's something that's not, I wouldn't say is missing, but a lot of superheroes are just, yeah, like you said, like, you know, with great power comes great responsibility. There's a burden that comes with it. And like, it's, it was, it was refreshing. And like, if, if any of you's listened to this and you haven't seen the series, fucking watch it. It's so good. Yeah. It's such a good series. It's great for doofy, nerdy adults like us, but it's also great for kids, man. My kid watched the first episode. He was like, this is really cool. And like, we're going to go through and we're going to watch the rest of it together. Like it's, it's a great entry point for anybody to watch this. Yeah. And like, yeah, it, it's again, yeah. I would say it's a shame that like dickheads aren't watching it, but fuck you. Don't watch it. Yeah. Pieces of shit. Like <laughs> you don't deserve good things. Like you've made that clear. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm just glad that like, the reservations that I had about the power change did yep. not affect the show. Like I yeah. ended up loving, ended up really loving. What, like I love what they did, and this kind of harkens back to a conversation we were talking about in the cold open about making changes to stuff versus keeping the source material. Yeah, this is. I think this is a really good way that you can make fundamental changes to a character from uh, with 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 her origin are and do something different but still keep the spirit of who the character is and make it work and yeah. still and make it really cool yeah agreed. I, wanted, I will say i did want more in big in, in the finale though yeah 
we got we got like one shot and then we got the her slamming the the ground by the car and then it's kind of it <laughs> i'm sure we'll get more of it yeah. like now that she's figured out she can do that like yeah i mean it, yeah. it does beg the question though with the carol scene like did carol have the other band is that why is that what is that what you know flipped it is is this cree technology like is there this is there like a clear cree tech you know connection here and like what spark like what was the catalyst that kind of sparked the like yeah. them the completely swap places yeah i'll say i'm excited to see carol and kamala's dad interact yes it, it, you know in the first i'm assuming like the first like 10 minutes of the of uh of the marvels i am bummed out that we have to wait a whole calendar year for until we get oh to really man it's I... like the, it's the end of july next year yeah like july That's... 28th next year oh well i mean it'll be good though like i'm excited yeah. what's next on the mcu list like what are we what's, what's next she hulk and that's She-Hulk. that is a series on disney plus and that will be out is when? that august it's either august it's or real or soon it's, oh yeah, cool okay it's, it's, it's i know i know it's coming i would say it's soon. like august 8th maybe that'll be that, fun that, that that tracks i, I think i think that's it and she hulk is getting more than six episodes Ooh. august 17th that's, that's, 17. Nice. Okay. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's confirmed, especially with some of this. Like, I'm excited for She Hulk, too. Yeah. So, oh, shit. Bef- 10 episodes. 10 episodes. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Before we pivot to our next topic, was there any, any like, parting remarks we had on, on this Marvel? Uh, go watch it, <laughs> go read <Yeah>. it. <laughs> uh, I, yeah. You know, I, I, again, things at work work really well i really enjoyed it overall um i wish they had stuck the landing a little better for me yeah um and i think a lot of that could have been done with uh with the addition of another episode yeah or just a little bit of exposition a little bit of like well what's wrong cameron like i don't know i think you know and then if she if if kamala explains like your mother died and she spoke your name oh shit that's what this is because this is something that we could do. Sure, yeah, like yeah, some kind something. of background on it. Yes. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. It also makes me. It also. I'm. I'm also really curious as far as Kamala, like what her journey is going to be post the Marvels. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like, like where that we because we we know that really low key, but not so subtly, like Young Avengers is somewhere on the horizon with all yeah. the different characters that have gotten introduced yeah. or mentioned or referenced in, in the last year or so. Yeah. So like, like is, because if I remember correctly, Kevin did say that there won't be any more Avengers movies or whatever. And I'm thinking that it's probably more of a semantics thing. Like Avengers five will probably be the new Avengers, which yeah. will not be an Avengers movie because it's the new Avengers. But yeah. I wonder if that's the, the direction they're planning to go to as far as like are they going to do like a version of champions are like is kamala going to be part of the inaugural x-men group you know whenever they whenever they decide to do that i just thought about that too that would have been kind of cool if like bruno was explaining like the whole like mutation thing and then like james mcavoy just rolled up in a wheelchair it was like kamala you know like yeah Stop, I'm Professor Xavier. Yeah. Like, it, yeah. Is Kamala going to be in the X-Men cartoon revival? Oh shit. I would I would say no, 
specifically because it's X-Men 97. They make a point to say yeah. that that's the year it takes place. Yeah. Okay. So it's we're still getting... fun to think about. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, overall, like th this is a perfect bookend for this because this movie was this movie. This series was so bright and colorful and happy and enjoyable. And it, it really harkened to something that you had mentioned a few uh, months back, Rambo, when we were talking about what we wanted from superheroes, as we want those bright, shiny colors of these like, like these symbols of hope. And like, I really felt like that's what Kamala was. Like she really represented that like a hundred percent. And like, I loved what she stood for. I love that like, not only that, like her family was completely behind her. Like her mom got her a friggin' outfit. Like how dope is that? I, like it reminded I me really, of that yeah, scene in Superman when Superman picks up that car and saves that kid. And the kid goes, I like your outfit. He goes, thanks, my mom made it. Like I, that's the heroes I want. I want these hopeful, happy characters. And I feel like we're getting that. Yeah. And also making it a, a community thing as opposed to hero that needs to be on his or her or their own with just the team that they work with and just kind of isolated family don't really care about you know whatever like it's kind of cool to see that and, and also seeing how they kind of rallied around her um mike i know you don't play games rambo did you play the miles morales uh game um it is next on the docket when i finish uh forbidden west okay well I won't, I won't say there's a moment in that game that's very similar to what happens with Kamala okay. uh, in the, in, in the finale. And I think that that's, um, that that's, that that's, that that's really cool. And like, we need stuff like that too, yeah. showing that it can, it's not just, you know, heroes don't have to just be these, you know, these solo people. Like it's, it's cool to have your community behind you, to have your family behind you and, and have them every bit as involved. Yeah. I 100% agree. And like, it's it's what I loved about this. Of all the Marvel series that they've done on Disney Plus, I've liked all of them. I just love how this one ended. I love what this one stood for. This hope, this, this color, like we talked about. Like there was, you walk away from it and you're just like, okay, things are gonna be okay. You know, like, and you walk away from that, from all the series so far, but like this, this one makes you feel good. And like, it was nice for me not knowing much about the character other than like she's stretchy and i was like is she stretchy like mr fantastic or like how's this work and like it was it was different and they, they changed it up from the comic books as you had said mc but like i'm really glad that we're seeing new characters and like i don't know about y'all but like i would love to see her and america chavez like i want to see the two of them kicking ass and taking names like i like that we're seeing more female representation because exactly. it kind of balances the table um yeah. To be honest, I, I really, if you're familiar with the champion stuff, I really want to see her and Miles live action. Ooh. That's that's going to be really fun whenever whenever that happens. I mean, I yeah. settle for Peter. Her and Peter, I feel like her and Peter. Would I feel be like he, her and Tom and, <laughs> be, and, and Tom would be really, really good. Holland, like. Oh, fuck yeah. 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 They would be, but, well, especially because they're both, well, she's Jersey City and he's New York. So, like, just seeing the two of them, like, right balance, the like, yeah. I could see him busting her chops about being from Jersey. Like, yeah. But also, too, they share a common bond. Their favorite convenience store got blown up. Like, <laughs> that is a very specific bond that they have. Yes. <laughs> that sucks, man. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm excited about this. You guys mentioned the new Avengers. Let, let's run through that and then we'll, we'll go ahead and wrap up here. Like, so who have we seen so far that are new, that could be new Avengers? We got Kate Bishop, right? 
Avengers. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah maybe both because I didn't realize those were two different things. Yeah. Well, new. Well, yeah. <laughs> so so new avengers is essentially just like a, a blanket replacement of the avengers team okay um uh, but it's all adult yeah. like, like established here uh superheroes gotcha young avengers is sometimes in, in in well initially it was like you know here are the sort of like the younger versions of like a captain america an iron man a vision etc cetera, etc cetera. Okay. um but now like in terms of what they who they're clearly setting up kate bishop hawkeye we've gotten uh kamala um patriot um, well yeah well, the uh, actor, well, eli bradley yeah eli bradley and like so the the grandson of um uh Roger. isaiah bradley and yeah. um yeah okay talking winter soldier he he is the like captain america analog uh, patriot um mm. When it with introducing Kang, we you know spoilers for a comic that's been out for over a decade. Um, you get Iron Lad, who is Iron a Lad, younger yeah. version of Kang, uh, who is using uh, time travel technology and shit to make like you know future tech armor. Um, okay. So like a, like sort of like a baby Iron Man shows up. You are like, who the fuck is this guy? And you find and the reveal is that it's it's actually you know, one of the many versions of Kang. Um, like aware that he's Kang, like he knows that like that's coming, and it, the way that they handle Kang's character is because he's lived so long, it's almost like his personality is compartmentalized in places. Like Iron Lad knows that eventually he becomes this villain, so he's going to try and do as many good things as he can right now, and the idea being that like his transition from one version of himself to another is a very slow and gradual process. So he doesn't even necessarily realize it's happening until it already does. Ah, okay. Uh, so, yeah. and, and, and by that point for him, he's like, well, this is totally justified. Obviously I didn't understand why I was doing the things I was doing before, but now I understand. Yeah. Um, yeah. To and, be honest, I, th I, I could see Ironheart being the uh, Iron Lad replacement. If absolutely. They if they don't 100%. Do that. Um, which that's a new series that's going to be coming out too. When are we expecting Ironheart? That's that's next year. That's filming right okay. now. That that comes out sometime next year. We've also got the the roadie thing too. The well, she is like Ironheart pops up in in Wakanda Forever. Yeah, and then we get the series with her. Actually, no, 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 no. It's it's Black Panther then Armor Wars because I think Armor Wars yes. comes out okay, first. I know she's then, in both. Yeah, okay. And then Ironheart is, and then she gets her her own series. Okay, okay. Yeah. So Young Avengers, we've got Kate Bishop. We've Kate got. Bishop. Uh, Kamala Khan, uh, Riri, uh, uh, what is Riri's last name? Williams. Riri Williams, Williams, yes. Um, Eli Bradley. Looking um, at speed. Well, and eventually, because you know they're... the two, the two um, kids of yeah. uh, Wanda and Vision. Wanda. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, or really, just Wanda. Oh, um, Vision was just there. So you know. Uh, well, she might be. No, she's not too old. Uh, Ant Man's daughter. Oh, Cassie. Yeah, Cassie, Cassie. Lang. Cassie, um, okay. Cassie Lang becomes a stature. Does, uh, yeah, does, America, than, like, does America Chavez show up? America does show up. She is mm -hmm. one okay. of the members as well. Yeah. Um, I really liked her character. I wanted to see more from her. Dude, I mean, and like, you know, we're kind of splitting hair. I could start like splitting the hairs here where it's like, well, yeah. I'm not, not really one of the other Avengers. Like, there's another character. 
Um, <laughs> but like in terms of what there's, uh, uh, there's yeah. a young version of Loki that shows up and he yeah, oh, becomes yeah, like right. yeah. sort of the, not yeah, the Loki. foil for it, but like he, is, like young Loki is a member of the Young Avengers. Um, there's also a character called Marvel Boy that has not been, has not, and I, I would be very surprised if Marvel Boy shows up in the MCU, yeah. which isn't to say that they won't, but like, do y'all know who Grant Morrison is? The artist, yeah, yeah, yeah. but he's a writer. But oh, like, right. yeah, so yeah, yeah, sorry. Morrison, they do some weird shit in their comics. <laughs> um, not always, but very often. Like, if you want big, expansive ideas, Grant Morrison's the person you turn to. Um, and like, oh wait, actually no, they might have already. Oh, that's right, that's right. The the one of the concepts from Marvel Boy showed up in the Modoc TV show, which is the sentient corporation um, that the, that the show is kind of revolves kind of revolves around. That's from Marvel Boy. Marvel Boy is a Kree soldier from like I think an alternate dimension, um, who has like a bunch of weird powers and does a bunch of weird crazy shit, um, and. It would be like, it would be very out there and very like big, crazy um, sort of um, Novar uh, high was concept. A, yeah, a member very of the Kree concept. race located in the alternate reality of Earth yeah. two thousand eighty. Um, he has a triple helix DNA altered with cockroach genes to include insect properties and becomes a super soldier. He joins the 18th Creed diplomatic gestalt in, as Ensign Marvel, a peacekeeping group charged with maintaining the ceasefire between the Kree and the Skrull. Like, the fuck? <laughs> you haven't even gotten to the weird shit yet. <laughs> like, like, that is that is just like, that's just who he is. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's there's a whole thing about a sentient corporation and like, um, like, like yeah, like, an, oh, like, to be clear, a sentient evil corporation uh, that like, they're the primary villains um, but they showed up in the like second or third run of Kieran Gillen and Jamie Mac uh, McElvey's um, Young Avengers run. And it's just fucking big, weird banana shit. Like, it's just like, yeah, let's, let's do some big, fun comic booky stuff. Um, what did we mix his DNA with? Ah, cockroach. Why? Yeah. <laughs> because he's super, now he's super resilient. And incredibly hard to kill and <laughs> Scat scatters when you turn the kitchen light on yeah but yeah there's like, like they have a solid roster for yep. a young avengers team yeah um and like that's definitely coming okay. there's too there's that's too many things that they've introduced that they're that they're not going to try and pay yeah. off that and and when when um uh Haley steinfeld has been asked it, there's at least one panel she did there's a bunch of people asked her. There's at least one panel she did where it was her. It, it was it was like a like it, I don't think it was Hawkeye specific. I think it was like you know sort of like a new like here's the new slate like phase phase five at this point um, um, of Marvel stuff. And Kevin Feige was there, and somebody was like, "So Haley, um, we know that Kate Bishop shows up in the Young Avengers. Uh, are there any Young Avengers plans you can talk about?" And she and she just kind of goes. Um, and looks over at Kevin Feige, and Kevin Feige is very quiet. And they're like, There are no current plans that we can discuss 
for Young Avengers. (laughs) (laughs) The caveat, the caveat being that we can discuss. That we can. Well, I mean, like. To, to, to his credit, the, the way that Ewan McGregor found to get around all the Obi-Wan stuff was he would say, I would love to come back and play Obi-Wan again. So if they're going to do it, I certainly hope that they call me. <laughs> so like, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh, as opposed to the, the Andrew Garfield way of, of doing it, which is just like deny, deny, deny. No, no one's said anything about it outright. I'm very sad about it. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> while we're talking about all this stuff, might as well just like, again, we got a few minutes here before we wrap up. Um, I want to give some credit to Chris Evans. Because Chris Evans could could very easily just speak his mind, speak his truth, you know, whatever. And, and no one would really fault him for being like, yeah, I'd love to come back as Captain America. It was a great time in my career. I fucking loved being Captain America. It was dope, you know, fucking great. You know, 10 out of 10 would recommend. But like, he is adamant, rightfully so. He's like, no, Sam Wilson is Captain America. Yeah, as he should and, be. Yeah, and like, I fucking love that because like, I I loved him as Steve Rogers. I love that Captain America. I would love to see more of him. But the fact that he's like, nah, homie, I'm not Captain America. Sam Wilson is. I love that. Like, I think that is so. I agree. Like, Chris Evans can do no wrong. Like, this guy is on like such a hot streak. Like, he had his accidental slip up on Twitter where he accidentally showed something he shouldn't have showed. But even that, everybody was like, "Well, damn, good for you, dude." Like, well, and his immediate (laughs) follow up to that was, "Well, now that I have your attention, go vote." (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like he is Captain America. Fuck. Like. I didn't think that there was a real Captain America, but this guy keeps proving that there is. And like, I'm just, I'm, I'm so very happy that, that this character that I loved that embodies so many things that like, cause I've talked about it on Yuli's show, but I'll talk about it here too. Like Captain America means so much to me as a character, because as somebody who is in the military, who sees a lot of other people that are in the military who believe and say a lot of ugly shit, like to have somebody who is the symbol of that tell you that this is wrong. No, this is, this is what you need to be. This is who we are. This is what America is, is just incredibly refreshing. And like, it, it's a, it's a nice reminder that like, this is who we should be. This is who we should strive to be. And like, when I was dealing with, it sounds so dumb, but like, I don't even care when I'm, when I was dealing with like some really, really stressful shit at work involving whether or not I should be do the right thing as opposed to do the popular thing, I would wear my Captain America shirt underneath my work shirt because yeah, it was a rem- dumb at all. It was it a reminder, all. and I'm gonna I'm gonna kill you right there with that shit. Fucking okay. knock that off. Okay, <laughs> we're not here. I'm 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 certainly not here to 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 diminish the yeah. significance of these characters yeah. and this media for for me and it, anyone else. It meant a lot to me. And it was a reminder, it was a physical reminder of who I should be, of who I needed to remind myself of what I was doing. And it's it's coincidental because I'm looking on my Facebook timeline as I look back at my flashback thing, like the memories, and it was this time last year that this was going on. And we're talking about this. So it, it's, it's, it's awesome that it's kind of timely. But like standing up for what you believe in and what you know is right is never a bad thing. And that that's why this Captain America poster I have, you guys can't see it because I mean, obviously the camera's facing this way to see my beautiful face, but the Captain America poster that I have here is is there for that reason. Like to remind you that you stand up for what's right, 
not always what's popular, not always what's going to get you the most friends, like not to go with the flow of whatever's happening. Like you do what's right because it's the right thing to do. And like, God damn, does this dude embody that? Like they, they couldn't have picked a better Captain America. And it's, it's this dual, it's this dual action thing for me where it's like, fuck, I want to see more of him, but God damn, he's a good Captain America. And he's like, no, nah, I don't want to be Captain America. I'm not Captain America. It's Sam Wilson. I'm just like, fuck yeah. you. I hate you. Like, but you're so wonderful. I- I do think I do think there will be at least one time where we'll see him don a suit again. Uh, and that'll be if, or I guess I should say when, they do Secret Wars. I think that would be the one time they'd be able to convince Chris to come back and at yeah. least put on the suit for a movie. As long as, like, kind of like with what it seems like it's going to be the case with John Krasinski and Doctor Strange, a one-time thing. You don't have to worry about any plot lines, any any story bits or anything after just this this one thing. Just come back and do this. And to be honest, they could probably. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they managed to get RDJ to come back uh, for that to play some alt version of Iron Man for a, a movie. Um, yeah, that, I think that I think that'll be it. Because again, you were saying with the Secret Wars thing that like it's set between the snap, like between the snap and Endgame, right? Uh, uh, no. <laughs> no, I thought you had said. I thought you had said like that. That is like the Secret Wars thing. No, no, no. You're thinking it's the Secret Invasion TV show. Oh, sorry. Yes. Okay. Yes. yes yeah. This. Yeah. The Secret Invasion TV yep. show. Yeah. That. That one. Yeah. That one is set uh, during the um, the the the, the five year uh, the blip. Yeah, yeah. Secret Wars. Further, further down the line. Yeah, Secret makes... Wars takes place outside of time. Yeah. It's, oh. it's like a, a whole like. Not just rewriting of a world, rewriting like someone gets godlike power and just fucking remakes reality as they see fit. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. That'll be fun either way. So yeah. Um, yeah. I'm actually more curious if that would work as a like a two part movie or whether they should just make that like a series. If they do it as a series, it's going to be the most expensive thing they've ever done. They kind of started doing something similar with What If. I mean, especially at the end with like, like Infinite Ultron or whatever they called him. Like, I am I'm inclined to say that they should, they should probably do like a End Game Infinity War kind of thing with Secret Wars. Yeah, like um, a two part, like a yeah. two part movie. That'd be cool. Just split yeah. it up because yeah, that's fuck. That is so <laughs> exciting. And but like so expansive, there's so much um, ground to cover, and there's at least, I mean, there, yeah, there's a whole family of characters that have not showed up yet. Yeah, properly. That's, like I, I think they're probably still like a good five years away from something like easily. That. Yeah. Like they, who else? Have... Who else are we missing? Primarily, it's the Fantastic Four. Fantastic and Four Doom. and yeah, and Doom. Um, is Doom our godlike powers person? I, I mean, it's possible. It could be. They could, I mean, they could, they, they could. I mean, they could easily do. They could. I mean, they could use Kang and play in, in that you. spot too. <laughs> they could. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I just really want to. I mean, like honestly, there's a moment in Secret. Hold on. Secret War, I think, is the recent one. Secret Wars is definitely the one from the 80s that's the one where spider-man gets the black suit 
Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and there is a moment during Secret Wars, and like it, as as like immortalized in one of the covers, where Doctor Doom is like his armor is half destroyed, and he's like the only one left standing, and he challenges the Beyonder, who was like the one orchestrating everything. You could definitely do like kind of combine the old story and the new story and have it be that Kang is the one who shit that might be what they're doing yeah have it be instead of it being Doom who's the one who, who's taken everything over have it be it's Kang and Kang ends up being like like Doom ends up being like one of the only people who can stand uh, against Kang fuck that solves a lot of problems oh shit yeah that's really exciting so yeah <laughs> who's gonna be doom i god there's so many people yeah i really i really like honestly my my current favorite my favorite horse that i'm backing is javier barden that is a very good choice um whoever plays doom i feel like has to have a non-american accent um it doesn't have to be English. It doesn't have to be Spanish. Yeah. Ideally, it would be someone from like Eastern Europe or thereabouts. But even that's not super necessary. Um, but like Doom and Namor are two characters like the ego has to be dripping off of them. And I've not seen anything that the dude who's playing Namor has done. The, the visuals look on point. Yeah. So, yeah, and, yeah. and like, of the many things that Marvel does well, casting is incredible. Um, Did you guys see like what they were saying about the character and where he's from? The whole like Mayan Aztec Mayan thing? thing? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. it most likely like, cause I guess Atlantis is like in the North Atlantic in the regular Marvel universe, but they're talking about I like- I can't remember honestly. Yeah, they're talking about like having it more like central South America, which honestly kind of makes sense. Cool. Yeah, cool. yeah and like, I, I'm not opposed to it, There's, but like if you do that and then like, let's just say for instance, instead of having doom in Latveria in the middle of like Eastern Europe, you have him in South America. Like it, there's, I'm not maybe. saying you can't do it. I'm not saying you should do it. I'm just saying like, it might be interesting. There's, there's certainly options for it. Doom in general is so tied to um, like, European and like medieval European ideas of like regality um, and and like like the, the form of pre like like it's 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 not like palace doom it's castle doom um, and, and it is very much a traditional like European like castle do they have to do that no they don't have to but that is a hard visual to break away from. When you when you have like a character like Namor, whose original costume is literally just like he has arm gauntlets, and he has a fucking green scaled speedo with like a little kind of gold belt on it. Like there's no particular. Hey, do not cultural... forget the winged feet, okay? Well, I mean, like the, well, that's like he's not he's not wearing the wings. Those are part of his actual body. Um, yeah, there's no true. like specific cultural thing that I think is as deeply tied to Atlantis um, as there is like specific visual cultural stuff that's tied to Doom. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. I mean, like, again, I'm not opposed to that. I just, I think that it, like, there you're, you have a much 
like steeper hill to climb if you start really messing with the the sort of origins of that character um at least in 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 that regard like there's that that, that particular visual motif is really strong with him yeah um yeah. so yeah i one hmm. well one of the things we're rumored to get next because uh, it's, it's funny that we're off because uh san diego comic-con is is next saturday and so we're going to get a bunch of marvel stuff and black panther 2 is going to be there Right now, the rumor is we're supposed to get our first like teaser of the movie oh, with 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 Namor in it. Oh shit! So, oh shit! Finger like fingers crossed. I mean, there was a I mean there was a plot leak for Black Panther two that actually just came out like a couple of days ago. Um, Do we want to know? I I keep seeing this, you post stuff where you're like, man, I hope that's not the case. <laughs> yeah, it's. A, my my excitement for this movie is like dwindling <laughs> by the day, but like I'm still gonna give it a shot either way, just because the first one was great and you know Ryan Coogler is great and you know I want to see how they honor Chadwick you know yeah. with, this, with this movie and I want to see what like what the plan is for the Black Panther character moving forward. Um, you know, we obviously like there was all that weird anti-vax stuff and homophobic stuff Ugh. with with uh, Letitia Wright. So like that kind of calls into question whether Marvel will want to keep her in that role, like really make her the face of that, knowing all the questionable stuff surrounding you know her as a person outside of the role. But I'm curious to see just what the future of the Black Panther character is. You know, there's the recast T'Challa movement is growing by the day with even more with more prominent people kind of getting on board with the idea of not recasting for black panther 2 is fine but we should you know look to perhaps make this a thing for the the third one assuming that the second one does really well yeah so like yeah i'm, I'm curious to see what they like what they're what they're going to do because honestly letitia wright is you know based on her social media activity hop skip and a jump away from gina carano you know so like it, it would not surprise me if something like that like if you know their hesitation to want to tie themselves and her to be the face of a franchise going forward yeah especially if they do want to have a black panther represented in this next avengers team yeah i mean and she seemed she seemed like the, the best choice for it initially I mean, narratively, she makes she makes the most she makes the most sense more so than like Nakia or Mbaku, uh, as far as like donning uh, donning the suit. But who knows? Like, I I don't know what the I don't know what the what the what the plan is for, and I think that's kind of where my intrigue is. Even with my dwindling excitement, like my intrigue to see like what is this going to be, and also like. It, any insight they may give us into this Okoye series and this this Dormelage series that's that, that fucking forgot out. about that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit, that's more stuff to be excited about. Yeah. So like we're like, are we gonna and the, they uh, Daniel Kaluuya just said Wakabi is not gonna be in Black Panther two. Yeah. Um. So like, again, I have a ton of questions and I'm I'm really yeah. curious to see what they're gonna do. Curious about Namor. Uh, curious, you know. Perhaps, like, do we get our first, you know, 
a hint at doom in in this in Black in Black Panther two? Like, what is the what is the future? What is the what is the future of it? And, and then also, I don't think they'll do it like in in, in the immediate future. But um, um, the John Ridley's Black Panther run not that great. But there is a character in it that is kind of awesome. And I'm curious. I'd be like, if they don't recast T'Challa, I would like to see them go the route uh, to bring to uh, to kind of bring him into the fold. But even that, I feel like, would not be for a number of years because he is a really, really new character, mm. but also really cool. Like, is this this character's name is Tosin? I'm probably gonna butcher some of the uh, facts of it, but it's like he's from a tribe of Wakandans who basically did not accept. Like they did not, they were not with the technology revolution with uh, vibranium. So they kind of went to go off and do their own thing. But unfortunately, because of like waste and some other stuff, they end up becoming kind of like, like they get vibranium infused into their skin. And that opens up like this whole other like list of like abilities and, and um, functions. And so like what's happening in the run now is basically T'Challa being reckless, uh, the reckless leader of Wakanda all these years is kind of coming back to bite him. And now the country is at war and people are realizing that, okay, you're not a good leader. Like you're not good at this. And so he's stepping down from being king of Wakanda. And all of Wakanda supports this. Like he kind of did it thinking that, well, the Dora Milaje will have my back. My family will have my back. And they were like, oh, no, 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 no. We we absolutely need to get you out of here because you are bad. We agree. Yeah, you have fucked everything <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah, it just sucks because like it feels very, it feels very out of character. Storm feels very, very out of character. There, mm. how characters are written just feels very off. But there's some really cool, there's some really cool stuff, especially with Tosin kind of being like this young revolutionary type of character with like vibranium in his in the, in his skin. Like it's 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 super cool, and that's I I would like to see them do something with him in the future. You know, if not. You know, if not immediately. Yeah, good stuff. Um, we're gonna be off for a little bit, but you guys will see us. Um, I think it'll be August when we come back. If I'm looking at this correctly, um, checking right now. Yeah, so we will be back uh, that first week of August. So you can August expect some 6th. episodes then. Yeah, so. Stay tuned for all of that wonderful uh, hijinks and rabble rousing that we tend to do here on at the diner. Uh, we'll have some more podcasts though. Uh, we're going to do another episode of our uh, Stranger Things recap. Uh, we'll be joined this time by Mr. James Rambo. Uh, we'll be talking about this uh, part two of Stranger Things season four. Uh, there'll be a new episode of uh, FedCon, our Star Trek show. Um, we're also, I mean, you guys can keep checking out the, all the great video game content that uh, Jess and Russ are doing uh, over at the Gamer Den. Um, I know that there's a new episode of The Overflow. I know that you had put so much content out about BlurredCon and you were like, I still have more to talk about about BlurredCon. So there yeah. could be a follow-up episode to that too. Yeah, well, there, there probably won't be because I'm, I'm kind of just tired of talking about it <laughs> <laughs> at this point. It's like BlurredCon controversy. I'm ready to literally talk about anything else. Just but, move on, yeah. But I do have a, I have a four-hour episode that I recorded talking about this last season of The Flash. 
Oh, okay. It's a lot of it, recording. I didn't mean it didn't. Yeah, it didn't mean it didn't mean to be four hours, but like when you start talking about how many problems pop up, and then over the course of talking about it, you realize other problems that that pop up, and yeah. you realize just how convoluted so much stuff is. It was it just ended up being that long. And then we also kind of talked about uh, Candace Patton's podcast, talking about all the harassment she's faced from both her castmates and the fandom since she's been casting castmates. What? Dude. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> kind of talking about how the CW didn't have her back. Like she had to go through her publicist to get the Flash TV show, social media, to follow her on social media. You know, talking God like talk, talking about she was ready to quit after season one, saying that she has not watched a single episode of The Flash because any if she if she does, all she can think of, think about is the harassment she endured on set. Who so has, harassed her on the show? What, what was it? Was it? Well, she didn't. She, did, she, she, did, she, she didn't say. Yeah, she didn't say. She didn't name it. She didn't name any names. But the only the, the one thing the one God person damn it, we know Barry. It isn't. again fucking with the timeline <laughs> the one person we know it isn't is jesse l martin because she does say that he that he like she said in previous pot in previous media that he is someone who's always had her back like it's a fucking they've been on delight yeah yeah which if kind of which implicates like everyone else that she's worked with as yeah. far as if like, it's grant gustin i can't tell you how disappointed i would be if it's grant gustin because well, i thought oh well, not to go too far on, but like the thing, the thing that with the thing with Grant that people have called out is just the fact that over the years, like even though he's the lead, the lead, he didn't say anything until like five years after the fact. So she had already endured like four to five years of harassment Jesus. from people before he finally said something. Even though people have been saying for years, like you need. Just as the lead of the show, like you should say something about how the fans are talking about your co-lead on the show. Yeah, your wife, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. like people. Yeah, people have been have been have been saying that. And I do want to also uh, just make mention of this too. Uh, with all that she's talking about, she's not talking about like the current the current iteration as far as the the showrunner. So Eric Wallace, who's been doing it for the last I want to say three years, he's not involved in this. Most of what she's talking about is stuff from that the initial those first couple seasons stuff that's that has progressed that that started then and has gone on till now and she's just at a place now where she i mean she flat out said like next season is going to be her last season regardless of whether the show continues on damn um but yeah there's a lot but yeah we get into like all of that and a ton more so like those will be coming out it's four hours so I'm, I'm gonna have to like cut that down so that'll be like the next two to three three weeks of episodes you'll you'll hear us uh you'll, you'll hear uh, overflow talking about that from the flash there you go yeah um i'm fuck um i'm excited about that because i've i lost track of the show um after you, know, you, you didn't miss anything okay me. you didn't miss anything i do love some good drama though yeah so <laughs> I'll, I'll listen i'll listen for sure um, and you should listen as well. We have lots of great stuff here on the Great Geek Refuge as far as podcasts go. Lots of great written content too. Check out the website, greatgeekrefuge.com. Uh, we're all over iTunes, or I'm sorry, Apple Music, and we're all over um, Amazon, which is now Audible does all of their, yeah, Audible does all their podcasts. So definitely go to Audible. You can check us out there. We're on iHeartRadio, all over the place where you can get your podcast fix 
uh, sated. So for all of us here at the Great Geek Refuge, for all of us at, at the diner, thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, for MC Brooks, for James Rambo, we love you. We appreciate you. And remember, together, there are no heights that we can't reach. Thank you for listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Make sure you check out our website, greatgeekrefuge.com, for all of our awesome articles and wonderful podcasts. This has been Pirate Radio Network production, Juice Bags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy!